The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. What's good, TSF Entertainment Podcast fans? This is your boy, Retro CG. And tonight I am joined by my co-host, Miss Really B TV in the house. Hey. I got my boy Jacka Jordan. I said, hey, yo, we in the building even when outside Red Cups is back. We always in the building. <laughs> and tonight we got a special ho- um, co-host with us, guest host, Mr. T Hill. What's up? Yo, what's up? Microphone check one, two. What is this? That's it. I'm ready. <laughs> what is this? All right. So tonight we're here to talk about Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, Episode 10. It's the season finale, Paid in Full. Yeah. Paid in Full. So, you know, I always start off with everybody's thoughts on the show. So I guess I'll go first this week. This is actually the first episode I didn't care for that much. I didn't care Uh, for it. Yeah, I must concur. I wasn't crazy about it. It, I don't know, and I guess because it's the season finale, I don't know what I was. And we about. know that we got to wait now. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was what it was. I don't know, but yeah. You, you, it's funny because my brother hit me and said the same. It was blah, but you guys have to realize, and I know you guys are connoisseurs of the power verse, right? It's the yeah, we try to be so <laughs> that always the fi- the sparks fly. And then that last episode is like tying up loose ends and setting up the next season. And that's what they were doing more so than trying to go out with a bang, so to speak. So, yeah. you know, that's, 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 that's how she writes. But at, overall, out of the 10 episodes, this is probably my least favorite. I don't think it's necessarily because of the cliffhangers. It's more so of... It's I'm a filler kidding. episode. It's I'm an kidding. episode I'm we should have got later on. I don't agree with. And, and, and Retro CG know what I'm talking about. because we like, Y'all been arguing all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I feel it's, like it's, 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 it's like not. A, we finna argue tonight. Yeah, but definitely. <laughs> it's, it's a filler episode. This is like an episode seven. This this was an episode seven. Uh, for me, I, I'm, I'm going to take it back to power. Like, well, we'll get to that when we get to it in the breakdown. But I, I have my reasons why I feel like uh, this episode could have been done totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, they spent too much time with the whole Detective Howard shooting. But let's go ahead and jump on into this thing. So we left off it in um, last week's episode with Kanan standing over Detective Howard. And, of course, he didn't finish the job. He didn't follow instructions. Um, Rock told him to put two in the chest, one in the head, and he got spooked with some um, background noises and things that were going on. I think uh, once he uh, blasted off those two shots, you know, everybody in the neighborhood, you know, started uh, hearing the gunshots and responding to it or whatever case may be. So he got scared. He got spooked. He didn't finish the job. He runs off and bumbling and clumsy and falls down, cuts himself. Wipes the blood on Unique's jacket, runs to the payphone. Damn dummy! Where the gloves at? Where are the gloves? I feel like Rock. Be the fifteen-year-old kid. He's a fifteen-year-old kid, but just like Rock, just like we saw in the last episode, Rock was training him what to do, how to shoot, where to shoot him at, you know, how to get the job done. 
you would think she would put gloves on them. I mean, I know DNA wasn't so big back back then, but still, you would definitely thought he would have had gloves on. But you know, fingerprints. You putting a heavy load on a fifteen year old kid. This is like you want his first hit to be a cop. Listen, and you want to do it perfect. Wipe the gun. He didn't even wipe the gun when he threw it. It was. The part that I didn't like. You want your first hit, like he did the thing with with, with Buck Twenty, you know, the whatever with uh, you know, with his boy uh, D Wiz. But you want his first real real hit to be a cop. I just wasn't with that. Well, it is. I I feel I I'm kind of torn in between the whole cop thing versus him killing his father. Both of them are bad. But I, right. I, we put more emphasis on the fact that it was a cop, but I think it's more so about uh, keeping the secret that she wants to keep that's uh, it. close, yeah. you know. That's and it just so happens that he's a cop. But, Correct. you know, yep. really, it, uh, yep. and honestly, the threat that we were eliminating wasn't the fact that he was police. It was the fact that, you know, she didn't want it to get out that he was Kanan's father. So, Correct. I mean, the, the whole cop thing just made it worse. But yeah, I mean, I agree for his first hit, but I mean, she was left with no choice. After the events that happened, you know, Lulu was originally going to have to pull the hit, and I feel like she should have probably had Marvin pull the hit, but he had warned her twice in two different episodes that if anybody else shows up besides Kanan, I'm blasting first and I'm not asking right. questions. So yeah. she had no choice but to send Kanan. I mean... She done because his guard would be down if it were Kanan. If he saw anybody else, even like remotely in a meetup, even a clan where they he hadn't said that before, right? I right. think he would have known something was up. But knowing and he knows that, how Rock moves at the same time, right? He knows exactly. he know how Rock moves. Rock's a mastermind. She is, and you know, All she's right. an evil genius. So yeah. And I'm going to be honest, like, I, now y'all know that I've probably been one of, not the only, but one of Kanan's biggest critics. Like, I'm always pissed off at Kanan. But in this one, I'm going to cut him some slack. Like, he's 15 years old. Like, mm -hmm. like Damon just said, like, I get it that his mom gave him very specific instructions. But let's be clear. You can give a kid a grocery list with very specific instructions and they come back with it fucked up. I mean, he's killing a cop. He's looking. Forget about a cop. He is. You ask him to look somebody dead in their eye and shoot mm -hmm. in their chest. I'm just saying. I get it. I understand the frustration that he screwed it up. But the reality is, I'm just saying that was a lot to put on a 15 year old. I think he did good to get what he got done. I mean, he remembered to he remembered to walk past the bodega. He remembered to throw the gun away. Like, yeah, he fucked up some other shit. But right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not necessarily blaming him for it per se. I'm blaming Rock for it because right. she, she she sent him out ill-equipped. She sent him out ill-equipped. I mean, she gave him specific enough instructions on how to uh, do the assassination, but she didn't necessarily give him enough uh, instructions on how to conceal evidence. <laughs> you know? And yeah, of course, I mean, if he would have had gloves on, him falling and cutting himself would have been a moot point. So it's just, uh, I think she was in such a rush to get him to commit to doing and to get the act done that I don't even think for herself she thought about these other potential risks. That um, And then all this is coming down on her at the same time. So, I mean, she had to act fast to get the job done. Um, Couldn't she have had somebody like 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 laying low and watching it and making sure that it goes that's right? That's what I was it expecting. It didn't go right. 
she, but the question, I walked but, up and fin- he was like, like uh, finishing them off, you know, whatever, you know. But just for the let a fifteen year old, and that's my biggest problem with it is not the fact that okay, it's his father, it is much as fucked up as it sounds. Tyreek killed his dad, so uh, the 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 most important part to me about it is because he don't know that that's his father is that he's a cop and the and the type of shit and the type of heat that killing the cop would bring and you have a 15 year old carry out those instructions or try to carry out those instructions. And she didn't have none of her opinions lurking to, you know, kind of make sure that everything went off without kids. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Did that. But I think she wanted to mitigate the amount of people who knew what was about to go down. Yep. And like y'all said, it was unfair of her to put all that weight 15 year old and I'm doing any of this and um you know like crystal said um you know going up there he at least remember to walk by the bodega into execute plan he just didn't kill him even though he thinks he killed him yeah yeah well listen I don't I don't look at it the same way <laughs> simply because you didn't have no qualms and no no problems whatsoever shooting buck 20 down in, in broad daylight. So even though you had your friend with you and you went by yourself or whatever the case may be, at this point, you know, and then you for the, the whole remainder of the season been wanting to be in the life. You've been wanting to be a gangster. You wanted because she even told him. I mean, that was a serious conversation they had last week when it was at the warehouse and so she was uh retraining him again on how to shoot. And what uh, weapon to use? Listen, she told him then. Look, I didn't want this for you. So, because of his own actions and his insistence in wanting to be a part of this, I mean, this is where we're at right now. So, I mean, that whole—I look at Rock as she's treating him just like he's one of her soldiers. You know, at this point, you're no longer my son. You're the person that is. This is your work. It's just like what uh, Scrappy told him. This is your work. This is your hit. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was fucked up that she had to use her son to get the job done, but yeah. because of all the other things that's happened, she was left with no choice but to have him do it. Now, I'm going to uh, comment on the Buck 20 thing. I think because Buck 20 is someone who he looked at as his enemy, right? Yep. Right. Uh, Detective Howard is someone who was you know, his mama said, yo, he's a threat. You need to get rid of him. It's the first time he's actually killed someone. He's actually trying to get someone who, you know, isn't, you know, who didn't directly threaten him. And so I think True. that's the difference. That's a, that. there's a, yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, that makes sense. So <clears throat> while all this is going down, you see Sam the crackhead. Uh, is keeping what's going on. Um, and at first I was like, oh, this is another loose end right here, but uh doesn't look like everyone's anyone's going to really take him serious because he was high, and, he, and by his own admission, he admitted that he was high. That so, was hilarious. You know, he saw enough it's to George identify your niece's jacket. Right. A crackhead <laughs> will be honest, won't they? He said, do you see how I'm high as a Georgia pine? Like... <laughs> and especially anyway. my grandmother used to use. For real, I, I, Georgia Pines. Listen, but but yeah, but he but he said he actually kind of played into it when he was like the jacket. Like yep. he said with everybody, you know, all, the jacket. He was like, I didn't see his face, but I saw that jacket. Yep, operated <laughs> a lot he of what they'll find out net later. You exactly. know what I mean? It all was, exactly. Like jived up. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> so after Kanan sends out his page, we see uh, Scrappy pull up to pick him up. My man. And- 
and he wasn't expecting Scrappy. He was expecting Marvin to come um, pick it up. So at the uh, at the last minute, Rock has kind of uh, rearranged some things or whatever the case may be. He's last to know about it. So that catches him off balance because he's expecting Marvin. Um, so with Scrappy showing up, he was a little bit thrown off. Um, and we see, you know, they start having a conversation about, uh, you know, uh, when they're riding down the street. You know, Scrappy's telling him, like, look, you need to take this jacket off. Kane is trying to ask him questions like, well, do you know who I hit? He was like, no, don't want to know. Don't need to know. That was your hit. That was your right. That's your mm-hmm. Um, And then um, he tells him, take the jacket off. He got clothes back there in the back for him to change into. Um, and, of course, Scrappy is, you know, trying to get him to safety. And immediately we start seeing uh, all the police in New York, I mean, everywhere, are out on the streets. I mean, the streets is hot right now, so, you know, they can't really maneuver around, so you don't have to go to plan B. Um, they pull up to an abandoned parking lot. Uh, well, not an abandoned parking lot, but an empty parking lot. They pull up to a parking lot, and they meet up with Marvin to hand off the jacket. And, um, of course, at that point, uh, we know that Marvin is now in on the uh, the uh, the work. You know, he's he's got the part to uh, go plant the jacket now. So that was one mm-hmm. of the things we kind of questioned last week. Well, what, what are they going to do with the jacket? Right. So we start seeing that plan come together. Uh, going back to our discussion point last week about uh, Rock, because then we switched to Rock and her mama still at the church. This is definitely an alibi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at first, yeah. you know, we were kind of we were kind of wondering why was she there at the church? You know, was she there for redemption purposes because you know what she was getting ready to ask her son to do? Was she there because she really wanted to see her mom? And like we really were kind of uncertain as to you know her presence at the church, but now I think it's very evident that she's there to establish an alibi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Canaan even says it later on when he when he he was like, "Man, I'm supposed to be at the church with my mom." Like he he said it later on, so yeah, that was absolutely the plan. Yeah. And she needed them church folks to see her there and interact with those church people. Um, and so, you know, the mom, you know, the mom is, I feel like the mom knows something is up, but she don't know what's up, you know? Yeah, I got that impression too. And that'll be, uh, going back to what Terry was saying at the beginning, that'll be an interesting storyline to see if they pick up next season because there's definitely some more information with that that we're that we not getting. There's definitely yeah. a whole backstory to the parents and 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 them like it's something there, but that'll be oh, interesting yeah. that, to see if they get into that next season. Kim does. She gives you those little Easter eggs, and she plants them, and then mm-hmm. she like sprouts them out. They fertilize and bloom later. So you know, <laughs> right? That's no, you right. I can appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because even with this series, we've been talking about that all year, even with. I think the difference with uh, this writing team versus the writing team um, on the regular power series is that uh, since we have a, a different lead writer, uh, Sasha Penn, uh, his writing style is very similar to Courtney Kemp's, but not exactly because Courtney Kemp, she'll plant Easter eggs. It'll take whole seasons for right. them to come to uh, development. Whereas here, we'll get an Easter egg in an episode, in the very next episode, get an answer to it. So I can really appreciate that because we don't have to really sit and wonder. Because and a lot of it is so obvious that you figure it out on your own. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, those Easter eggs are there and it's for you to kind of predict what's getting ready to happen next or yeah. what you think may happen next. So uh, after him and Marvin uh, meet up, you know, uh, 
they uh I think that at that point Scrappy realizes that uh Kanan has just killed a police officer. So I don't even think at this point he knew who uh Kanan had hit. Because his uh his reaction to uh you know when Marvin told him that you know uh five oh all five oh is out, you know, they, they treat things a little bit differently when one of their own has been hit. So and then Kane is gonna like all these cars are out here for me. Uh yeah. <laughs> They're all mm-hmm. out here for you. They are looking for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I think yeah, I think that's when Scrappy figured it out too, because you saw his whole yeah. attitude change. Yeah, his whole yeah, his whole demeanor changed. Because he didn't know he didn't care. He didn't think it was a cop, right? But he didn't know right. who it was and didn't care until it was like, Oh, that's how you doing it? It's a cop. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, he was definitely and he, he goes but... into survival mode at this point because like look we got to get the fuck off these streets like yeah, you know I got to get rid of you get you up out of my car and we got to get up off these streets mm-hmm. he got to get his clean he got to right. get his crispy. he was right. like, like, he, he said he said I don't want he no was going yeah. full Pulp Fiction mode let me clean the hell out of this car and yep. get all this shit done yep. so let me ask you this how much time do you think has passed uh, in between these last episodes, a couple of weeks, maybe. You mean from the beginning of the season until now? Well, from where we saw Scrappy was in the hospital to now, where well, how how much time has passed? A couple of weeks. Scrappy to the hospital, it has to be at least three weeks to a month, maybe because he was really messed up and like he had healed almost to the point where it was just his eye that was messed up. Yeah, because so, he, he walking around. He walking around just fine. Yeah, yeah, um, just the eye. That's it. He driving. Yo, you know what I mean? Did y'all see when Marvin made the comment about his um eyesight though? Marvin oh, was it was ass. hilarious. Oh, it was <laughs> <ass. laughs> That was that comic relief, oh. man. Marvin is the. I told you, Marvin. Oh, Rock got me on something that requires both eyes. Yeah, both. Talk about Rock got me on something that requires both eyes. Both eyes. Need that peripheral. <laughs> he wrong for that. <laughs> So uh, Scrappy pulled up to a payphone, and I, we we don't know exactly who he's calling, but we assume that he's calling Rock. Tell Rock, like, look, the streets are too hot. I need somewhere to drop him. So he takes him to the uh, bodega, and we switch to old goofy ass no. famous. And then that... he took them to Lulu's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took him to Lulu's house. Yep, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we switch back to the hospital, and the hospital is just blowing up right now. Like it, it's so much going on at the hospital. Mm-hmm. You got uh. Uh, goofy ass famous and his dumb ass sister uh Jessica, they over to the hospital. You know, I guess they were getting ready to go see Lou. Uh, which that was kind of odd because they were already in the waiting room. So I don't know if they were waiting for visitor hours or what. I mean, I just didn't understand why they were in the waiting room or you know, uh anyway, they end up making their way up to Lulu's room and Lulu's looking out the window like, what the hell going on? I mean, everybody is trying to figure out what's going on. You know, the hospital is going up. Um well, remember and- famous knew. They found yeah, out in the lobby. They saw him. Yeah, they saw him in the lobby bringing Detective Howard in. I think someone mentioned him by name, and Famous put two and two together. It was like, "Yo, that's the cop that be bothering us all the time." Mm-hmm. Right, right. So by the time they got at the Lulu's room, Lulu's looking out the window like, "What the fuck is going on out there?" Yeah. And, um, and Famous told him, "Yeah, that they have just brought the uh, Detective Howard in. He all shot up, laid out, about to die." And uh, Lulu instantly knew that Rock was responsible. Yeah. Yeah. He yep. instantly knew. <clears throat> he and took them. Right. He took them wires off him. Off himself. So That's okay. the wires off. <laughs> right. All right. He, 
yank them IVs right. out. Let's right, go. Like, let's go. Let right. Help me get my clothes on and let's get up out of here. Yeah, because I got to go find Rock. He uh, and Lee. Yes, he did. I and we also see that he's not in the best condition himself. He really needed to stay no. at the hospital. He wasn't Definitely. in the best condition to be trying to get out here and find out what the hell going on. And just like Jessica yeah. was trying to tell him, why are you trying to get involved in this? Yeah. You got an alibi. Like, mm-hmm. ain't none of this going to come back on you. You've been in the hospital. Right. right. And that's part of what I was thinking. Like, I understood why he did it. But that was the first thing I thought, too, was, nigga, you got an alibi. If you don't sit where the hell you are and just, and like, you can cuss Rock out later. Nothing you're going to do is going to change anything. Right. Right. There's nothing you can do at this point. Because at first I thought he was trying to get out so he could help his family. You know, that he was trying to get to his family and and help them. But really, to be quite honest, the only reason why he wanted to get to Rock was just to cuss her ass out. Like, what the fuck have you done? And and then so much has happened in between him going into the hospital up until this moment. You know, he's kind of out of the loop. So he's trying to get caught up on what the hell's been going on. You know, how did we get to this point? But after mm-hmm. he put two or two together, like the shit automatically clicked. Like, like what the fuck are you doing? You out here gunning down cops now? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's the part of the game that you just don't oh, on any level it, as far as but judging by illegal shit. Action. You don't bring the cop heat. Like the worst way to do it, even if you're just dropping bodies, the worst way, like I hate to cross reference, but like on the wire when Kima got shot, shit went completely left. That's the last thing you want to fucking do is to, is to shoot a cop. Exactly. Yep. But yep. given his reaction to what has happened, then he obviously didn't know who she was calling batter up on for him that night his house got burned down there. Well, remember he I never answered that. the phone? Yeah, right, but he still, he, she had done called him earlier that day and told him to go pick up the dry cleaning. So, yeah. obviously, he didn't know what none of her plans was Guarding the jacket, period. So was that Lulu that picked up the dry cleaning? Was that Lulu? That yeah, Lulu. The when he went, Lulu picked, picked up the dry cleaning. Okay. Lulu stole yeah. the jacket. Yeah, when okay. he stole the jacket. Now okay. the question I couldn't is, remember. He, right. The thing is, he he. I don't think I. I think he knew that that she was getting ready to set unique up. I don't think she um, knew she was, he was going to set unique. He up didn't know how. Yeah. 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 He didn't good, know exactly. how, but yeah, he, he knew, he knew up, but he, the plan was unique up for something. He, I don't yeah. think he knew it was, you know, she was killing two birds with one stone, you know, and exactly. Detective Howard as well. I don't think, I don't think Lulu could have. Which yeah, also brings so. me back to something I mentioned in the earlier podcast that I guess the rest of the family <laughs> truly don't know that Defcon is not Kanan's father, because no, I feel not. like if she would have right. explained to them her reason for wanting to drop Howard. And set unique up at the same time, that might have went over a little bit better with them. But judging by their reaction to everything, and you know, she's dead set on him having been a, a, a potential threat that needed to be eliminated. You know, she didn't discuss that with her partners. So mm-hmm. it's, she had a personal agenda here that she was using the rest of the family to uh, facilitate. And that's one of my biggest problems, too. Didn't the whole family know that Defcon isn't the dad? I said that last week. I said that last Not week. Not necessarily that they should know who is the dad, but they should know that DEFCON isn't. Because if Detective Howard knows that DEFCON was in jail at the time of conception, how could not know that? 
Did I not say that last week? Remember, remember, she could have been lying, though. She could have been lying about conjugal visits. The only reason why Detective Howard knew that she didn't have conjugal visits was because he checked. He was a cop. You know, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. that everyone else was left with the impression that she was having conjugal yeah, visits with Def Carter. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the only, that is the absolute only way. Because yeah. and, I said that last week. I was like, it's no way, especially, I told y'all that last week. When, when, especially a, a young girl pop up pregnant, everybody's doing the math. Yeah, everybody's right. doing the math. And so I said the same thing. If 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 it's a, if it's a street couple like that, and you and know I that nigga like went to if jail. Marvin, if Marvin, not maybe so much as Lulu, because Lulu's the baby brother, so you know he he was probably a little kid around this time. So you know Marvin was probably the oldest at the time. Mm-hmm. So, judging by his reaction to when he found out that her and Symphony was messing around, even though I feel like that was a little playful, but I also feel like Marvin was kind of serious at the same time, too. If he rolled up on Symphony, he was like, yo, what's up with you and my sister? If Marvin knew that uh, uh, a cop was fucking his underage sister, he would have took Howard out then. Mm-hmm. I don't think Marvin would have sat on that. Marvin, yeah. Marvin wouldn't have been cool with that. Like, he, yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't have been yeah. cool with that. That's probably very true. I think think the fact that Rock and uh, Detective Howard messed around back then is definitely privileged information that not many people knew, if not just the two of them. Right. And at the same time, she may be feeling some type of way about that because at the end of the day, he was using her. Obviously, he was using her. He was undercover. He was using her to probably try to get close to Defcon. Defcon. So you know she's she's harboring ill will towards him from all these years, and you don't left me with a child, and you police. And that's I mean, she's violated so many rules. So you know she's probably been harboring this hatred towards him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of similar to what you uh, used to question all the time, CP, about Tasha and Kanan. You know, you felt like there had to be some um, underlying history between Tasha and Kanan because of her disdain mm-hmm. towards him. I, I feel, still like, feel Rock, like it's more to that story, but anyway. Rock was... It could be, and it could be unearthed in future seasons of Raising Kanan, right. too. <clears throat> I, yeah. I, I'm hoping so, because I, I mean, her level of hate for Kanan, like, just Anyway, I don't want to go back down that road, but yeah, definitely. So we get to uh, Lulu's house and uh, Scrap's dropping him off, and it sounded like Rock wanted him to kind of stay out there and wait. I guess she wanted to hand yeah, him she had back some, off. I, I think she wanted him to take... I Kane think she back. wanted yeah. him to take Kanan to the bodega. I think that was the what she wanted him to do. Because yep. remember, she ended up taking him to the bodega. But I do, I agree. I think that's what she wanted Scrap to do. And Scrap was like, listen, it's too hot out here. I got to go get my car. I don't know what kind of evidence he don't brought in here. Um, I got to go get my car scrubbed. You don't want none of this to link back to me. So, you know, she told him then, yeah, you're right. Go and get off the street and make sure ain't nobody out on the streets. Get home, get your car cleaned up, get home, stay inside. Mm-hmm. So, um, which well, I thought was smart of her to take her, take him back to Lulu's house to uh, clean him up and everything because it's a crime yeah. scene that's already been processed. So ain't nobody coming to check out a crime scene that they just was at yesterday. So mm-hmm. ain't nobody coming back. That was but, a smart move. I probably wouldn't have thought about that. That was smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. house be like uh, in ruin? <laughs> it was. It was roped off. Yeah, it, it was taped off. Yeah, but it, it was just uh, I don't understand how she thought that there was going to be clothes in there for him to put on me. Uh, should the house be fucked up? <laughs> like, should it really should be. The they, 
Fried like a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whole house should have been ashes. <laughs> should have been nothing in there but ashes. Yeah, I was shocked that there was anything in there, but listen. It we had a uh, Tasha moment. She was in there with the peroxide and the toothbrush, scrubbing them nails. And she asked him, she said, what happened to your hand? He said, I fail. The look on her face, like, oh, God, what else have you done? She said, how many do you give him? Well, wait a minute. Let's go back outside real quick because we missed an important moment. Uh, Scrappy and Kane, I feel like they they reconcile. I feel like they had a moment where they, they kind of oh, made peace oh, with each other. Right. Oh, right. yeah, that's true. But it's almost like, dude, you looking for... Kane ain't got to get... Or Scrappy ain't got to get approval from Kane. I don't know. Kane's just irritating me, too, now. Never mind. He does irritate me, but I was glad to see him be man enough to admit that he was wrong. Because you remember, Jukebox was trying to tell him in that episode that, listen, Scrappy is one of your mom's lo loyal so soldiers she got. He's part of the family. And, you know, he was like, uh, no, it was Scrappy. It was Scrappy. That, but how you know, can you stash house? Like, you stupid. You're so stupid right now. You're yeah. stupid. He, but see, everything that he's done in every episode has been stupid acting. Every, everything is stupid acting. Everything he's done, all of his assumptions, they all left hand. So it was, to me, I, to me, it was a side of him actually coming into his own for him to be mad enough to admit to Scrappy, oh, I was wrong about you or whatever, and to thank him for getting him to safety. And then, you know, him and uh, Scrappy kind of have their little moment where, you know, Scrappy was like, listen, no matter who your mom is, you're a soldier. You stand on your own, too. And I feel like in uh, next season, we're going to see a lot more of Kanan and um, Scrappy team-ups where I think uh, Scrappy need to really be the one mentoring him. He is. And yeah, training I think him I, they're definitely gearing towards that without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. Um. So we get inside, you know, she's scrubbing him up and she cleaning him up. She asked him what happened to the hand. I failed. She say, uh, how many did you give him? He say three. Maybe two. And she like, two or three is a big difference between two or three. He Definitely. Was, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, uh, he's gone. I put him down. He's gone. He's dead. I put him down. And he Damn. left the clothes. <laughs> he left the clothes and the money and scrappy car. He right. left the clothes and the money. He just bungling everything. Just everything. And she's trying to get his dumb ass to safety. And she's like, I told you, give him two to the chest, one to the head. How do you forget that? And he's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. He's gone. He's gone. He's out of here. Uh, he froze up. Yeah, I mean, get, getting back to how you opened it with that thing, he froze up. He really yeah. did. And it would have taken him another three seconds to shoot him in the head, right? Yep. But he froze up. He heard people looked at Detective Howard for another five seconds, which he could have shot him. Eyes, he was assured dead that he was dead. Yeah, yeah, that which was all falls true. back on. That's why she shouldn't have put all that on Kane. She should have known that Howard like would have been vulnerable. Lurking. She should have had Scrappy lurking exactly, in the exactly. Yeah, but I just think that goes back to what we said about her not wanting. Like it's a, like that is serious. Like her wanting to minimize anybody else's exposure, yeah, because it seemed like the only the person that knew was her and Marvin. Yeah, because Marvin knew, but it seemed like yeah. that's the only people that knew was her and Marvin. Yep. Yeah. yeah, because at the end of the day, he's a potential risk that somebody could flip. 
So, right. you know, that's what Lulu was saying. Because uh, when Lulu asked her what was up, he was like, she was like, why does it matter? He was like, it does matter. But they all round our ass up and they start lying to us and trying to get us to flip on each other. So exactly. I think the, the less people involved is the less risk of someone flipping. Exactly. Exactly. So she get them cleaned up and, and get them up out of there. We get to the hospital. We meet uh, the new captain. That's replaced uh, Burke and um, Detective Howard's old boss. And she did at the hospital trying to figure out what's going on. The captain was like, you know, he was at the park. He had to meet, meet up with someone by himself. Do you know anything about it? Blah, blah, blah. And then that's when he tells her about the uh, leukemia and, you know, mm-hmm. two shots to the chest and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see Burke kind of spring into action. You know, she want to get out here and knock some heads around and try to get some information. I'm like, what you going to find out? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to talk to you. Ain't nobody going to tell you nothing. <laughs> I'm proud of her. I'm proud she of her. She ready to go get at yeah, a uh, jukebox. Yeah, that's what yeah. she was trying to find. She, she, she ready to go jukebox to see if all of these little seeds she planted in jukebox will finally, you know what I mean, come to fruition. And that's why she was eager to hit the street. She wanted to see what jukebox could tell her. What, so, were, what was the captain trying to say to her about the leukemia versus the gunshots? If he died in a line of fire, his pension would be basically it what would it was be, saying. He would For make it would be his survivor. If it were cancer, then it wouldn't be as much as if he got shot and died. Exactly. Okay. That's, 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 that's completely different. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought it was the sure. opposite. I thought he would have made more money dying in a in the line of fire than cancer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's oh, what oh, okay, he okay, would have okay, made more okay, money okay. dying in the line of fire because you know versus cancer. It's like right. with, so with pensions. My... With pensions, there's little shit and little fine prints that's in there. You know, uh, life that makes it less. And insurance, they want they don't want to pay out on uh, pre-existing medical conditions yeah. type situations. So right. I, I, I right, that's right. where they were going right. with that. So I got a 20 on 10 moment. So I think that scene, I think that was Detective Burke's death certificate. Because when he made the comment about his blood and he was like, he got AB, it's rare. AB, yeah. Remember, remember Kanan's blood is on that jacket. Uh-huh. I just feel like Burke is going to figure it out. I feel like Burke is going to figure it out next season. About the fact that Kanan was really because I, I mean, because clearly we know that uh, Howard ain't gonna say it was Kanan. I mean, I mean, I hate to be, you know, from even, but even then, like, uh, go ahead, uh, T, go ahead. T-Mail. I hate to be like a science nerd or whatever, that, which I'm really not, I'm an English major, but that's if Kanan is A, B, Kanan, A, or B. You yeah, know but I, I just like that's. I, I just thought like that's how they was gonna write it. Like, yeah, it could be blood type sure. would match up, and because again, Burke has already started putting these pieces together. Because remember last week when she was like, "What is your connection to this family? Like, right. why? Right. Why?" She's you... already suspicious, right? She will find out that that's the son. And then even when the, the the chief said about his death benefit, she was like, "Well, he don't have nobody." Yeah, like, he I don't just have feel anybody. Like, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it was a lot of like nuggets. Like we would just say Easter eggs. I feel like it was just like a like a nut, lot of nuggets in that conversation. And I could be putting twenty. You know, I could be. Two, well, you know, y'all know how I put ten or twenty. I picked up on that too, CP. But I looked at it a totally different because if they did a test on the uh, jacket, uh, the blood type would match uh, Detective Howard's. They would just assume that it was his blood. 
I don't know how deep we are into forensics oh, yeah. in 91. Right. <laughs> I don't know how deep we are into forensics in 91. Yeah, so, so I'm thinking this is going to be a simple blood test just to confirm the blood type is not different from Detective Howard's. That's um, if the blood type is the same, then they're not going to look at it as, oh, his son killed him. They're going to look at it as, oh, that's right. Detective Howard's blood on the jacket. That's well, true. That's true. That, that's that's just real that. Let's test Kanan. It could be him. Well, you know, like, well, right. I know they're not going to test Kanan, but I'm just saying, I just figured that was somehow like the breadcrumbs. Because it just it seemed is, like a real specific. Further, I think it's going to further that narrative about uh, setting Unique up. I think it's going to be, uh, I, I, well, it just all depends because I feel like Unique can get out of this. It just depends on what we're going to do with this character. Are we going to bring him back next season? Is he uh, scheduled for other work next um, year or whatever? Is it? Is he one? Yeah, does he have another album coming out? That's Joey exactly. Badass who's doing <laughs> right. Right. Open, right. open where he can come back, but we're also uh, giving it closure at the same time too. So it could be either or. Yeah. It's about like I mean they can write it like you said like like you were saying um Chris about how he treats how he treating his work is like is anybody even gonna be willing to be like he was with me like exactly. you know what I'm saying they like, may use this as an opportunity to get rid of him and Warrell step up and start running the show because I feel like we're keeping him alive for a reason I feel like he dodged death twice we see him dodge death twice and I'm like oh God please don't make him the new Drake. But I feel like that's exactly nah. what he's getting ready to be. He shouldn't be the new Drake because he don't dodge them. This is one of the reasons why I was upset with this episode because I wanted Scrappy to be get some revenge on what they had done to him. And so I feel like we had time for revenge. We we killed the way this shit. episode was written. Yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't have time for revenge. That but that takes me back to Not what yet. I was saying initially. Not yet. I feel like this episode should have been written a little bit differently. But you know, I, I felt like you know uh, Scrappy would have been one to get a little bit of get back for you know what they had done to him and what they did to Lou as well. But you know, all that's on the back burner now because of what's happened with Detective Howard and the whole I was gonna episode. say Detective Howard changed all of that because I yep. think there were other plans, but Detective Howard basically insisting on telling Kanan that, you know, I'm your daddy. And of course, Rock doesn't know why he's being so insistent, but it's a threat nonetheless. It's a threat nonetheless. Um, So we see Burke, she get this other detective and she's going out to go try to, uh, you know, run the blocks and see what um, kind of information we get. We see Warrell, he uh, getting to the uh, tailor shop. And, you know, he bringing the news back. You know, see, Warrell's out in the streets. It's like we said in um, uh, last week. Warrell's out in the streets, so he hear what's going on. You know, Unique, he stays shut up in this room all the time, so he don't know what's going on out here in the streets. His so, lair. Know, his <laughs> lair, yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like he got a little secret compartment, a little door or something. Yeah, he probably do. And get a, a trap door or something. He could go up under the sewers <laughs> or something. <laughs> like the bat cave or something. I don't know what this is, but he's here all the time. All right. <laughs> but they all holler and uh you know Warrell comes in and put everybody on game, like listen, uh cop just got hit, Detective Howard just got hit, and uh Unique was like, Oh man, the South Side gonna burn tonight, they don't hit a cop. And he's like, What you hearing? He's like, I'm hearing some stuff. He's like, I'm also hearing some stuff about you. He's like, right. fuck out of here. He was like, fuck out of here. I, all this work and money I got on the streets. And why would I want to kill a cop? Like, you know, he instantly started defending himself. Like, dead cops did my work, which that is true. 
Mm-hmm. It is true, but he also Unique is not as dumb as we think he is because he instantly put it together. Yo, Rock got her stink on this. Like, bitch told Well, let's me, be clear. He's been blaming Rock for everything, so let's not has. give him that much credit. If yeah. if it's raining too hard, he didn't blame Rock. Rock for got everything. her stink on it. Yeah, but he's been right uh, too, though. But no, no this is yeah, the first he, time yeah. he's been right. He wasn't right before. Yeah, yeah but you right know the what? last time he said Rock got her stink on this with the um caps. Yeah, with the caps. But technically, that, but that was wasn't Rock. Rock. It was yeah. But it was Canaan's. Yeah, but it, it was Rock's Rock, crew. Same it thing. Was Rock's crew. <laughs> yeah. But I'm it, saying it wasn't intentional. Like he made it seem like she's intentionally doing this, and that's, I, that's to get at me. To get I mean, technically, me. y'all are right, but I'm just saying. But let's be. It, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. In that moment, if I didn't know that he wasn't guilty, I would have thought he was guilty. It just seemed like he was way too. Insistent I, that it wasn't him. Well, I, I think because a lot of it was he had underestimated her. He had written her off that she was done for. He yeah. had to put her down. He had not bought up all her weight. Uh, he don't put her out of business on the drug side. He don't burnt up Lulu house, shot him up, or whatever the case may be. So he really wasn't looking at her to be that much of a threat going forward. So he really thought he had the upper hand. In this moment, he's come to a realization that uh, I'm not done with her after all. And bitch told me that uh, when she come for me, I wasn't going to see her coming, and she was yeah, right. Yeah. So he was a thinking aloud. Realization, right. yeah. He was he was coming to a reality of the situation is that damn mm-hmm. bitch did get the best of me. Yeah, yeah. Because he immediately was like, "Let me get my family and get the hell out of town." <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He should have just said, fuck them clothes and bought something along the way. But he had to go get his family, though. He had to get his family, though. He had to get Listen, his family. He had got them in the they lingered in that house, though. They went back in the house outside, though. They yeah, that's like, outside. Yeah, you're right. He should have just got in the car. You're right. You're right. He should have just got in the car and got the hell out. you right. So we see Rock show up at the bodega and... Julia is telling her what's going on. She got everything on tape like she's supposed to. And, you know, Rock schooling her on what to say when the police come around because she knew they was coming. At that point, it wasn't clear to me whether or not they had to move all the uh, money and the drugs up out of the uh, bodega, but apparently they had. Yeah. She locks. uh, And we see that Julia now has a key to the back door because before, ain't nobody else have a key to the back door but them. Yeah. So, you know, she let Rock into the back door to uh, hide Canaan out back there. And, you know, they have a moment. She was like, thank you for what you did for me. You took a big risk uh, for me today, and I appreciate that, and I love you, or whatever the case may be. I feel like she was being sincere. I feel like, again, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to have to ride with the fact that she was left with no choice. I mean, knowing how she feel about Kane and how she did not want him involved in the business, she, I mean, she didn't want this. I don't feel like she was intentionally using him as a pawn. You know, and um, and because Kanan didn't get the job done, this is the outcome that we're faced with now. But had he killed him, you know, the risk would him wouldn't be is the streets. Well, the streets would still be hot, but the risk of finding him and getting to him wouldn't be such a big deal right now if Detective Howard wasn't alive. And see, right now she can't confirm whether or not he's dead or alive. So that's why she's reacting the way she's reacting right now, trying to get him out of town and get him to a safe place because she don't know whether or not the man is dead or not because Katie didn't give him three shots like she asked him to. And so, I mean, what y'all think about that? Do y'all really think that she's just this black widow and that she's she's using her son? I mean, yes, we saw that she ended up using her son to do this, 
terrible thing. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I, I think again, it was by choice. No other choice. What other I, choice did she have? I think that I think she set him up. <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought it was a bad decision. Yeah, and personally, it, I still think I still think it's right? a, I still think it's a bad decision. I mean, fifty. I mean. <clears throat> If it was somebody, if it was like an op or something okay, like that. Okay, you know what, DJ? I ain't going to even argue you down with this. I agree with you. It was a bad decision. Because <laughs> remember I said, if I didn't say it last week, I said it the week before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. If she would have played her cards right and and really heard Detective Howard out, they could have made a deal. They could have made a deal. Listen, I'll, I'll give you this bone marrow. But she, it sounded like she was trying to do that last week at the hospital. It sounded like she was trying to do that last week at the hospital where she was like, listen, if I do this for you, I'm going to need a pass. So, I mean, if 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 she would have been clear and knowing that he needed that bone marrow, I think that her uh, reaction would have been a little bit different. Because So, do you think that when he, when, after she said that, and, you know, and Howard kind of rebuttaled, you know, like, well, when, uh, when I need you, you know, no questions asked or whatever, do you think that just changed her mind? Where it and that's what she just decided to put things in motion. I, I do believe that. Probably. I also believe that she's also looking at things from her organization standpoint. Listen, mm. I can't let this get out in the streets. This gonna dead me. This gonna dead my whole family, and most importantly, it's gonna dead Kane. You know. So at the end of the day, he he was. I mean, if she didn't eliminate him, I mean her problems would have went away because once the streets would have found out that, you know, she had a kid with a cop, then she would have lost all her credibility, her protection and, mm-hmm. you know, and Ken would have become a big risk. So at the end of the day, I mean, she was faced with the same dilemma of her whole house of cars uh, tumbling down on her. Yeah. And so... Originally, she thought that maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. I will, you know, like, like she was like, "Yo, I need a pass on certain things. If I do this for you." But then she probably came to her senses. Was like, "Look, it is way too messy if yeah. people realize that this is the and, situation." Right, and let's be clear. That's Detective Howard never said. Listen, I don't really want a relationship with this nigga. I just want his bone marrow. Like, it's yeah. I mean, it's not like she knew that from the way he's. That's talking. my point. He's talking yeah. like I want a relationship with my son. Right. I want, right. and so in her mind, like we're not about to be happily ever after. Like hell no. And but if she knew threatening her, he's threatening her. He keeps <laughs> threatening her that if she doesn't tell him, then I'm going to do this. Then I'm yeah, right that, that's what really fucked it up. Can you justify him giving bone marrow to this cop? Out the right. blue, like you know what I mean? Like, how can you justify it? Even if he only wanted the blood marrow, right? How you justifying it to Canaan that he's about to give bone marrow to a dude that he really, you know, great point. I feel like she did this more for Canaan than she did for herself because remember, his last threat to her was that if she did tell him about them and um, uh, facilitate this meet, that he was going to arrest Canaan for the blue caps. So right. I, I feel like true a lot of yeah. this was, true yeah. I feel yeah. a lot of this was she was backed into a corner and yeah. she just, that's true. She she had no other choice. But listen, he's getting ready to bring everything down on us. I gotta get rid of him. Back. So shitty that shitty that it had to be Kanan to do it, but you know, no other choice. 
So after she leaves the bodega, you know, she gets back to the uh her 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 safe place and she locks Katie up in the room and we see Marvin coming. What is this, y'all? Is this a fucking apartment? Is this a condominium? Is this a hotel? <laughs> what is this? It's an apartment comp. It's an apartment yeah. complex. And she <laughs> got the rooms up and down from each other. It's an apartment building. Yeah. But so she has the apartment. You, man, you talking uh, about the you talking about the high rises? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm talking yeah. about uh, uh, Unique's place. No, it's an apartment building. It's just oh, apartment yeah, that's with a doorman. Yeah, 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 it has an apartment building yeah. with a doorman. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, ain't okay. nothing. Yeah, I don't know why I was under the impression that this was a hotel. It does give you a hotel feel. It does give you a hotel feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't a hotel, but yeah. I thought yeah. it was at Trump Towers. <laughs> you know? Right. But Trump Towers has apartments. They yeah, got the they hotel do. side and they got the apartment. So yeah, they do. You know, but that's yeah. what it is. Just the high rise. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Marvin pull up to the uh, uh, high rise and he gets out and talks to the same doorman. And I feel like this is the same doorman that Lulu paid off or whatever. He comes in. Nah, because he was black. The dude Lulu paid off was black. Yeah. This guy was black too. <laughs> no, he was. He uh, he was like Latino or something, wasn't he? Maybe so. Well, because Marvin called his brother, I just assumed that he was light skinned. So you know, it's it's Marvin. We can't. It's Marvin. Yeah, it but, was a different one though. It was a different doorman, but it could have been. You know, they were just on different shifts or whatever. It, yeah, because it's night shift. So yeah, you're right. Different yeah. shifts. Uh, so Marvin comes in with the New York gas uniform on. He's like, I got a call about a gas leak on the 14th floor. And I'm like, How the fuck do you know that unique stays? Or better yet, how do you know what where? How do they know where each other stay? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's just I mean, you could I mean when you knowledge. you in the streets, you could get a drop on it. You can I you guess that so. type of drop. I feel yeah. like they always knew where he lived. Yeah. Remember Lulu Lulu knew. Yeah, everybody yeah. knew. Uh, I don't feel like yeah. it was a secret. I just like they didn't have no reason to go by his house. Yeah, so the fourteenth floor, but I mean, you know. And the room and yeah. what room uh, or what uh building what unit it was? I, mean, I think that information is even back there is easy to find, especially I guess so. if you're in the streets. I guess all it takes is a piece of mail or know somebody that work at the post mm-hmm. office. Or something, Ain't that something? <laughs> 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 so Marvin uh, pulled off his little scam uh, pretty good. He, Marvin did a good job. He did a good job. Finally, uh, finally, he did something right, and we see that he's an expert lock picker. So. And Marvin did exactly what he needed to do, get in there and uh, plant the jack and get the hell on up out of there. He almost got caught, but he didn't get caught. He went in there and did what he needed to do. So, and this kind of reminds me of when they had set ghosts up that time where they had uh, planted Terry Silver's phone. Cell phone. Yeah. Oh, the cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this reminded me of. They did good with that. Uh, and I feel like that was uh, a good way to uh, bring the jacket back. Um. And so Marvin is now leaving to try to get back to uh, picking up Kanan and his page is going off and he didn't really have time to stop and answer the page because she was paging him even when he was at Unique's place. And, you know, he just he just hadn't had opportunity to get to a phone and, and give her an update right. on what's going on before he got uh, jammed up. And yeah, so I mean, because all... again, remember, those are the days of the only person yeah, that we've seen with a cell phone, phone right? Yeah, the only person we see with a cell phone is Rock. Everybody mm-hmm. else is, is so they you know you remember phone. them. Yeah, you remember them days of pages. If you couldn't find a payphone, it just is what it is. Right. Yep. You just gonna have to wait till I return that page. Yep. Exactly. And so, um, 
we get back to the hospital and the uh, doctor gives the captain an update on um, Detective Howard's condition. Says he's going to have to remove a lung, uh, part of his spleen, and a kidney. Damn, he got yeah. fucked up bad. Yeah. And he got a, a lot of blood loss. So, you know. Yeah. And plus, it's painting a picture that he's in real bad shape that he may or may not make it. But, yeah. you know. Even if he does he have it. at least four hours of surgery left, didn't he? And I was like, wow. Yeah, he's on four hours. Of right. Surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he was gonna make it. I didn't think he was gonna make it either, and he still may not. They may do us like how they did with Angela. Right. He was still alive at the end of this season, but at the beginning of the next season, he passes away before he can give anyone any information. Some shit like yeah, that may happen. Because him, him waking up, I was like, that this nigga just sat through how many hours of surgery, and he just wakes. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I so, really like that either, but that's well, I got a theory on that, and I know uh, Chris is going to hate it when I, I'll bring it up, but I'm telling you, it's because of the character. It's, a, it's because of the person who's playing the character. Oh, Lord. Go ahead. I already know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. It is. This whole episode was all about him. It's the person who's playing the character. No, so we see the character. Uh, that could have been anybody playing the character. It was the character. It was the person playing the character. Anyway, see, we've been having this debate all season about. Okay, so the debate all season has been about Omar Epps being this big star power, and that's why they're keeping him alive. My attitude is it's power. They don't give a fuck. Nah, they don't. It's time for his character to die. It's time for his character to die. Omar Epps is not Denzel. They're not keeping him alive just because he's Omar. Yeah, you're right. But I will say this, though. If some if they approach someone to play a role, that person is probably gonna want to know what the plan is for their character, right? Or right. you know, how many seasons, you know, the arc. Understanding that a character could die, you know, at any season at any moment. But someone like Omar F know an approximation of how long they want him to play a role because he has other things that he's doing in Hollywood, you know, he's has a what guest. What the hell else is Omar F doing? What the hell else is Omar F doing? So let me ask you this. Nothing. This is so let me this ask you is this. us. So let me ask you this. Oh, you is know what? Omar... I haven't looked at this is us in a minute, so I don't need that. Is Omar Epps the only police character that we've seen die in power? We just lost him. Ah, we just lost T. <clears throat> Is, o- is Omar Epps the only character that we've seen um, uh, play a police officer in uh, power? No. Okay, so we've seen other police uh, characters um, in other series die. Greg Knox, uh, uh, the dude who uh, uh, Donovan, the dude uh, Donovan, uh, Angela Valdez. We didn't get a whole episode sitting around them. Um, what are you talking about? Got... Yes, we did. We got a whole bunch of shit sitting around um, on that last season of Ghost. Yes, we did. What I'm saying is... We had a whole thing about Angela and the, the cell phone and the casket and them hiding the cell phone and Angela's sister and Tasha. Yes, we did. But she ultimately died. I think it's I think it, the I think point it, that I'm trying to make. Because, she died. I think it'd be okay because if I'm not mistaken, Joy Badass is playing like expected deck or something and um, and Wu Tang uh, American Saga, so I, I think we'll be okay. 
the point that I'm trying to make is that with him playing this character, we're not he's not going to be killed off just as easy as anyone else. If anyone else was playing Detective Howard and it was uh, any other actor that was playing Detective Howard, we, he would have been killed off in this season, killed off in this episode, and that would have been the end of it. But I, I disagree. Like- I think it would have been the same story. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, I'm not going on tomato, tomato, potato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think both of you, I think it would have went that way, but I was saying, I think that, I think Omar Epps kind of knows how, like, I don't think he would have signed up for one season unless that's he my, knew that's my he would do one season because he had something else lined up. Exactly. These, these, these are people that are uh, working actors, actors, and when you have a character like Omar Epps, they could, could be booked for other shows, other movies, other things, and that they write that character around the person's time that they have available to do the show. So uh, I just I I feel like this character being played by Omar Epps, we're gonna have him for a while. If he don't got no other work lined up, we're gonna have him for a while. They're not just gonna bring him in to. Uh, Unless he's going to be like Cedric the Entertainer and just play a dead uh, body in power with no speaking lines. But the fact that he has a whole story arc, uh-uh. no, they're not going to eliminate his character this, this yeah. soon. The fact that his character woke up you that he's going to be in next season. I don't think they're going to be like he wakes up and then all of a sudden he has complications and dies. You Hell, know what I mean? He may get a spinoff like Lorenz Tate did. Hell, he may get a spinoff. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> You're making a spit off. I he hope not. Was supposed to be Terry Silver? Did you know that? Yep. yep. I think mm. I would have liked if, I think I would have liked him playing Terry Silver's character better than um this Rashad. I tell you, I just I couldn't stand that character. He's such a uh you know you know a hateable character, and I think yep. yeah, and that he played that character to the hilt. So we see Burke, she finally rolls up on Jukebox and, um, you know, uh, pats her down, shakes her down, trying to get some information. She was like, uh, listen, you you gave me some information last week and I'm trying to figure out where you got this information from. And, you know, my partner got shot tonight and you knew it was getting ready to happen. And in this moment, she's like, you know, your cousin and your aunt, uh, their name come up in every case that we got open right now uh, on the South Side. So what's up with them? Your aunt sells drugs. She's like, uh, no, my aunt sells hair. That's the first time we know that, <laughs> that rock hair. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, we, we knew her. Yeah, her, her legit yeah she sells hair, Debbie. <laughs> She sells hair. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. Ain't seen uh, rock with no pots and no at no damn salon, but okay. <laughs> yeah. That was a quick throwaway there, real quick, to give her a legitimate business because she ain't had one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And every time somebody tried to give her a legitimate business, she don't want to fuck with it. So um Jukebox, I feel like Jukebox was kind of uh, planted out here to kind of help push the narrative uh, on the whole unique situation. She was really going to take Cannon the clothes and the money because remember the cop uh, referenced that she had men clothes and um, uh, a couple hundred dollars and um, then he was getting ready to open that. Um, no, I'm so glad he didn't open that note from um, Nicole because she would have jumped on his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would have been, like, been in jail. She would have yeah, went to she jail. She was about to jump on his ass. Yeah, yeah she would have been jumping <laughs> on his ass. 
And then Bert, Bert trying to act all hard. Talking about, oh, we ain't friends. I'm a cop. And I'm trying to get information or whatever. She was just putting on because that man was there. The minute that man said something about opening up that letter, she kind of uh, defended her again. She was like, uh, no, that ain't what we came here for. I got what we came here for. Give her the note back and give her the bag back and tell her to go home. It ain't safe or whatever. So we still see that their 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 characters are got more building to do. So we still see there's a story. The story, and obviously yeah, yeah. we know box, box. Uh, you know, becomes a cop, and you would think it's her relationship with, yeah. uh, with her. So you know, yeah, we'll yeah, see how that plays saying. out. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like, you know, I think also, and this goes back to Omar Epps um, not giving his partner enough care, enough credit because he kept harping on her. Like they laugh at you in the streets. Like you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody respects you in the streets. But what we saw, and I know what she's doing with Jubox, but even what she did later on in the episode with Juliana, she knows how to build relationships. Yep. And she knows how to get the information she needs without Yeah. yeah, She she knows how to build relationships because like well, we'll we'll we'll, I'll talk when we get to that part. But she she's and the same thing with Jubox, you know, like, yeah, I'm a I'm busting your head and I'm I'm putting on the show for him. But for real, for real, like I'm building this rapport with you, you know. And I mean, jukebox isn't not yet because, dang, now we lost. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But but not not yet, you know. But we see that, you know, jukebox is. We see where, in my opinion, we see where jukebox might have made the pivot in this episode. Well, go the ahead. thing about uh, the whole jukebox character is, uh, she. I feel like part of what uh decide what makes her decide to become a cop is what she's seen happening with her family. And um I think part of what Rock said uh to her last week is probably gonna resonate with her as well about you always need a cop around. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that this was just uh, a way for her to uh be on the right side of the law and still do the um the wrong thing, you know, because you know, she wasn't about selling no drugs and murder. Well, technically she did do some murdering, but she was all about, you know, pulling heist and you know, stealing. You know, stealing was her thing. You know, we see that she from big one. She was a thief. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, was a she thief. liked to steal. <laughs> she liked to steal. Because I feel like the whole uh when we first got introduced to her character, you remember they were uh robbing the pharmacy. I felt like they were only robbing the pharmacy for Ling for for her girlfriend. <laughs> That's all right. she was robbing her for. Her. She yep. was robbing her for Ling. <laughs> she right. stuck up and killed the whole dude for some promethazine. <laughs> That's it. That's all she did. <laughs> so jukebox is headed on her way, and we see now. This is where we finally, Crystal. You've been hollering about it all week, so I hope you were satisfied to see Marvin was in an unmarked car today. <laughs> Right, Marvin finally in a, a, un, a, a non-conspicuous vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> right, and then he still got arrested. Well, he wrecked all his his conspicuous vehicles. He wrecked <laughs> right. them. Well, well last week like, he was right about it in Porsche. He was right about it in right. Porsche last week. <laughs> I was yeah. like, how you how you gonna meet up to do a drive-by in a shot up, smashed up baby right. Benz? But okay, right. <laughs> How is that car yeah. even still functional? Is what I was asking myself. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, "How is he even driving that car?" Did the gas tank get hit? Something got hit. I'm sorry, engine, you can't even try at all. 
Speaking right. of cars, you see Jessica and Famous and Lulu, they ride down the street and guards, uh, somebody pulled up beside them at the stoplight. And the streets need the a body. Song. Oh my God. I'm so... right. Y'all know the song is out on uh, iTunes, right? I'm sure oh, it is. Oh Lord. It I'm is. Sure. It is. Exactly. I'm sure it has millions I, I, I of dollars. I listen to it today. Exactly. I listen to it today. Uh, See, from, look at you. You listen to it today. Look at you. <laughs> I just listened to it just to listen to it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I said I listened to it. There was a difference. <laughs> right. So uh, they had the, uh, uh, you know, Lulu's trying to uh, catch a ride. He's still trying to get over there to uh, rock and whatever. So he got Jessica riding him around. She's a ride or die chick. So she's the, the driver for the night. And um, so I guess there's and more. She's to driving be... his car, which makes me think she was already driving his car. Yeah. Or at the very least, uh, I'm just trying to figure out how his car got to the hospital. Because <laughs> she's driving it. That's what I'm saying. She's driving it. But have access to it. Yeah, yeah she yeah, had she to have had access. She probably went car. by the house and got it. She probably went by the house and got it because the, uh, the episode where his house got burned out, it was in the driveway. So yeah. um, we just left to assume that he probably told her to go get the car and um, come pick him up. Yeah, so she's driving it or whatever. And so... Um, what we hear in this though, because uh, the fact that the radio has a song now, so there's 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 more to what's getting ready to happen with this whole uh, record label and famous and all this stuff. So we see there's there's more to be told about that. So that's not just the end of that. So we're gonna be Definitely. stuck with famous uh, oh, for yeah. a little bit while longer. What, what me wonder. I'm so disappointed like, about that. He didn't mit- like famous wasn't mentioned in the original. You know what I mean? Like I know they probably back wrote that character, but still, I wonder what happens with fame. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we never hear like right, like some of the other names we know, we never hear famous. Well, he'll mention you're right, exactly. Well, so. it makes you wonder what happens to all of them because what happens to Lulu? I don't feel like Lulu dies. I feel like I feel like ultimately what's going to end yeah. if Lulu does die, if Lulu does die, is because Rock kills him. It's because he finally does make up his mind that he's going to get out of the game. He's going to walk away from her, and she's probably going to kill him for it. I don't um, think she's going to kill him. Um, or Lulu is ghost, right? He's trying to get out. He's trying to be legit. Yeah, and all these exactly factors around him are trying to pull him back in. And we saw what happened with Ghost. So the 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 harder he tried to yep. get away, the more yep. and more he pulled him back in. The more he got he back in the game. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And ultimately he ended up dying. Yep. Um and, and the crazy part about it is when he died, he wasn't even in the game. That that's the crazy part about all right. Right. Um, finally had got out. <laughs> finally had got out. And finally was getting ready to be the ultimate source of legit, you know. Well, not necessarily ultimate source because we know that politicians aren't legit. But um he was he he had he had he had gotten to a point where he had r- risen above all his efforts in trying to go le- legit. You know, he had a, a a career that was getting ready to be in front of him, and everyone else was threatened by that, and yep. he had to be eliminated because of that. Um, but I feel like ultimately, what could happen with Lulu is that he may just separate himself from the family. And um, I feel like that's yeah. what happened with Jukebox as well, because uh, we have to also find out what made Jukebox change her name, because she changes her last name. When they introduced her into power, that episode where uh, she was on the news, and they introduced her as a veteran officer, Laverne, 
uh, they, uh, I think her last name started with a G. It was Laverne uh, Granger or something like that. Mm -hmm. When they introduced her, she had changed her last name. So eventually, I feel like the same thing is going to happen with Lulu. He's going to uh, pull away from the family entirely and yeah. go do his thing in music. So it could be possible that Lulu's still alive. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm, I think Lulu is. I think Mark probably is dead, right? In or he's the, in jail. Yeah, probably dead. Uh, I think Rock probably something happens to her. I don't know what. Um, I think but, ultimately she ends up uh, riding off into the sunset with Symphony. She I could. She could. I, I think that's what ends up ultimately happening. Is Symphony but, gives her an ultimatum. Yeah, he. I mean, it's, it's, so I was gonna say why, like, the Canaan never like reach out to his mama when he got out of jail. You know what I mean? I just think relationships are strained with that family. So, I believe so too, and I think in next yeah. season we're going to start to see a lot of that because I think what we're going to mm -hmm. see based off of uh, him and Jukebox conversation, I think in uh, the narrative for next season is that's going to be a strained relationship between him and his mom now, especially if and when he finds out that Detective Howard is his, is his, his father. father. Yeah, But part of me seems to don't think that he ever does because he never took the man's name. He always... Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't he, do that. He wouldn't have. I guess not. I guess he would stay Canaan Stark forever. And, yeah. and perhaps and perhaps um, with the thing, with her name, she may have just taken the name of her mother. Now, we haven't been introduced to her mother yet, but I thought I read somewhere where uh, Latoya Luckett was going to play her mother. In, yeah, next season. Yeah. 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 Next, next season. season. So, I believe she's going to link back up with her mother. Then that... And, you know, strife with her with with Marvin, and I there's a lot of strife between them right now because yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's going to gravitate probably towards her mother. I agree with that. That's what I think. That's what what you know probably why that last name, and it's probably you know that that's a good eye to catch to see that that's different right Chris now. Catching all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, here's another thing. Eventually, and I, we don't know if it's going to happen next season, but eventually we're left to assume that Detective Howard probably died as well. He's oh, going to wait. die. Because yeah, when, I mean, the way his doctor died, talking, nobody, like he that, that would have been a perfect opportunity. Point. That would have been a perfect opportunity for Detective Howard to show up and, and claim his ashes. Or either because everyone is just so ashamed of what Kanan has become, and how he's been moving that, you know, maybe he's just becomes disowned. Maybe he, he becomes disowned by the family. It's possible. Know? Yeah, I I think that's probably um more than not that happens. That he he's disowned by everybody but jukebox. Yep. And there are uh and, and, and it's sad to see what happens. It really is, especially the more and more they show uh, Kanan and Jukebox together. I wish that they would not give us so many scenes with Kanan and Jukebox and when they have these serious moments, because it really is heartbreaking to see how their relationship ends up when uh she really does love him and she really does right. out for him and ride for him. And it's just it's it's so sad to see how their relationship ends up. Right. Yep, you're right. So we see Rock. Uh, she's a devil in a red dress. That's what everybody says she is this week. She's a devil in a red dress. She shows up at the apartment and, um, you know, 
we found out that she's uh, had all the work moved from the bodega to the apartment. Mm-hmm. She knows what's getting ready to happen. She knew that they were getting ready to search everywhere, search all over, looking for the murder weapon, looking for suspects and everything. So she got her workers inside the apartment and uh, she got the people down below, you know, on, on high alert. And so right. uh, and, and, and it was good that she picked the unit that she picked because she absolutely could see everything that was happening, you know, from yeah, the eighth floor. She could look out that window and saw what was going on. She saw everything that was going on. And um, yep. the crazy part about it is though she had to had a whole I mean rock things. I mean she 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 be smart now. She, she had, had to have them boys pick up that takeout food. She had to take mm-hmm. out food and everything sitting on deck. Yeah. And um she was ready. So she they wouldn't right. I mean, check the uh, right where she's transporting the drugs from one floor to the other. From one yep. floor to the next, Acted yeah. like she was pulling some fresh cornbread out of the oven. <laughs> I mean, she is yeah, a mess. fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, even the way the apartments were settled, because when they were searching the apartment underneath, like, the apartment looked apartment like people down. were living there. But, yeah. it, but it literally looked like people were living there. Like, it was shit under the bed. It was laundry. Mm-hmm. Like, it legit looked like a yeah. family lived living there. there. Yeah. Her attention oh, to detail. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> that apartment below, now the one up top didn't have so much uh, attention to detail in it as that one um, below it. That below. one below it. But, then, like, it was, but then she was she like, just we just moved, moved in. in. Yep, she did say that we just moved mm-hmm. in. That one below it, it looked like a whole family was for real living. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so we see uh, Kaden back at the bodega and he hears somebody unlocking the door and he's searching for a weapon to defend himself and uh, it's Julia letting jukeboxing in and uh, jukebox brings him his chocolate milk and a Snickers bar and uh, she told <laughs> this little thug right here he's drinking his yoo-hoo uh, she told Julia that she was going to stay with him and so I already knew right there that we was getting ready to have a serious moment between the two of them when she offered to stay with him and she broke it down to him like no other person could. She told him he fuck up everything he touched. He a dumbass yeah, kid. Did. And that she basically in a nutshell told him that, you know, he was being used. Uh he think he know what he is. He don't. And she she this is a conversation I wish she would have had with him before this moment. Because he seemed to process exactly what she was telling him because he was like she was like, listen, we kids. And we don't got wrapped up in where you more so than anybody has gotten wrapped up in this grown folks shit. And you can't dust this shit off. You, you the mistakes you make cost people their life. People get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- th- there is no going back at this moment, you know. And she was just she was put a lot of wisdom on him for her to be like 16 years old. Like she's very wise. And I feel like she spent a lot of time studying the family and studying her aunt and her, uh, her daddy and her uncle and, you know, and know that they do some fucked up shit and that, you know, that's why she's always tried to stay away from it because once you get in, you're, you're stuck. And this is like what rock told uh, Lulu, like when you're in, you're in everything you touch is dirty. You know, everything we touch, we stain and we can't clean that stain up. And that's basically what she was telling him that, you know, look, it's not how it works for us. We're not little kids anymore. You know, you're not a little kid. You know, the choices that you right. made have, mm-hmm. you know, affected others. And th- this is what you stuck with. And- right. And and she, you know, she, because she got love for Rock, she stopped short of basically saying your mother just, like, your mother just did some fucked up shit to you. But 
she basically said that. You know, yeah, I mean? she alluded like, to it. She alluded to it. Yeah, she, she did. Said, she absolutely yeah. did. And I think because when she was like, your mom had you just kill a cop. Like, that's right. And, the I, and I think right. their relationship yeah. is going to be strained. Yep. Because remember, we're not, nobody, we haven't really mentioned this, but remember, she knows that they killed Buck 20. Because D-Wiz. remember, she saw Lulu, I mean, D- that's what I meant, D Wiz. She saw Lulu pick D Wiz up that night. Yep. Oh, yeah. She, so she knew that all along. Like, she's been sitting on that. So, like, she sees a lot more than what she speaks on. You know what right. I mean? And I think part of it is that she know how her family moves, and she know that anyone in uh, uh that gets in the way of what the family is, uh, or is a uh, becomes a risk or a threat to the family, is eliminated. So you know, she she play her position. She she play her position, and she keeps shit to herself that she don't need to. I feel like you know she was trying to open that door with Kane that day when it was at the bodega. When she was like, uh, pay attention to your girl, pay attention to what you say around her and what you move and how you move around her because she ain't what you think she is. And the family has secrets, you know, and that's when he uh, threatened her and told her that, well, I know your secrets and everything too. But yeah, she absolutely knew that uh, Lulu was probably responsible for uh, D. Wiz's murder. Yeah. And, um, and now that Kanan knows, you know, I was hoping that they had a conversation about that where she would further elaborate. Yeah, the family is, is we have a fucked up family. But she told him that last week when they were sitting down on the stoop. She told him, you know, this is it's nobody's fault. When when Nicole died, she told him it's nobody's fault. It's this fucked up life we live. And, you know, we got a fucked up family. And, you know, some people grow up in fucked up families. And, you know, you have people that are trying to get away from being in a fucked up family and they can't run from it. You know, and Kane is running to it instead of running away from it. He had an opportunity to get away from it. And so I don't feel they so tried to have Kanan in it. He was a smart kid. They wanted to push had him to go to that, that, that opportunity. School. Right. He had it all, but he saw the life that his and, that and he was drawn to it. It was the yep. lure of that life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we see uh, Jessica and Lulu, they pull up to uh, the Baisley housing uh, development. And I'm thinking to myself, Lulu, how the hell are you going to get in this building? I'm like, this place is crawling with police. Crawling with police. And you just going to walk into the building? <laughs> and apparently he did. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how he made it through all the police. I don't even see how the dude that was standing outside, because he when he got out the car, he asked old dude, he was like, uh, wh- where's she at? He was like on the eighth floor. Like I feel like everybody should have been inside. Like I feel like they should have had. They would have made everyone go inside. I was very surprising to see old boys there was still out there, you know, watching what was going on. But I feel like you know he was probably getting word back and forth, you know, what was happening out on the street and whatever. But I feel sorry for Lulu having to try to climb up them eight flights of stairs uh, with fucked up lungs. But he made it up there. And he looked like he was wore out too when he came in there. He looked like. He looked like he was wild. He like he was about ready to take his last breath, right? And so Definitely. we see Marvin. Marvin is uh, hurrying, trying to uh, weaving through traffic, hurrying, trying to get to Canaan. And he pulls up on a police check. I was, I knew right then and there this wasn't gonna go good for him. I don't know why he thought mm-hmm. he might have would have got through it if he didn't try to back up. Like, where you gonna go? <laughs> right? No, he still he his goose was cooked regardless. But he, you think so? Try. Yeah, and of all days to cool. get a warrant, that's the day. Like he was like, they were like, this a fresh warrant. 
I said, damn, of all days to get a warrant, now's the day you're getting a warrant. God darn. And I feel like I feel like that's kind of contradicting what the uh, the cops had told uh, Tony that they was at the club because I feel like they didn't have enough to arrest him. They didn't have enough to uh, pick him up that night when they was at the club. But now all of a sudden they have enough to get a warrant. I guess because she went down and gave a statement. Uh, that is that didn't make sense to me because I I didn't feel like they had a, enough to. But she made we don't. Him. But we don't know. She might have added some sauce to the story. She might have made up some shit. Like obviously she did. I mean, whatever it is, Marvin ain't worried about it because the minute because he looked like he was worried until he found out it was her. He found out it was her. He was like he started laughing. He was like, "That's all you got." Oh, okay. so whatever. Right. So whatever it is, he thinks that whatever it is, he doesn't believe that she, you know, got enough for it to be anything. So. I don't know. Yeah. Am I the only one that was bothered by how they did him? What you mean? When they were arresting him. I mean, what I mean, get it. I, I, I just the way they handled him, the way they handled him. I mean, uh, first of all, it's a warrant for uh, selling drugs for for drugs. It's not like it was a warrant for murder or whatever. But they would treat him like he was just a, a murderer or a criminal. What happened to uh, innocent to proven guilty? Have I mean, you met the cop? That's what I was gonna say. What cops have you come to? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be in the great? Like I was No, I I understand all that. I was just speaking to the fact that I just didn't like the way they handled him. Just, no. Oh, it just Absolutely. didn't really. It didn't really set out to me any different. It didn't I mean, be funny. It really did you... Right. Yeah, it really didn't. It really didn't hit me no kind yeah. of way, honestly. Honestly, the way he was acting probably, you know, made him because he was like, what? What do you mean get out the car? What do you mean? Like, why? You know, and he was questioning them. And when you do that to the cop, treat you like you murdered somebody. And remember, they already on high alert. Like, like his warrant was for something stupid. I mean, well, not stupid, but his warrant wasn't for murder. But remember why they out there to begin with. They're out right. there because a cop just got shot. Like they're already on high alert. They already right. got the move. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he just happened to have a warrant. Like we got you gotta go. Hey. <laughs> like, so I don't know. Didn't so give me no kind of way. We see Lulu makes his way into the apartment and um he starts having that conversation with Rock. He pretty much asks her, Rock, what the hell are you doing? And when he found out that it was Kanan that had shot Detective Howard, that did something to him. Like, that went all over him. Yeah. Yeah, He was really disappointed, hurt to know that she would use her only son to shoot a fucking cop. And he was like, uh, she was like, it had to be done. You know, and she she didn't seem remorseful about it. She didn't seem, uh, you know, she was basically telling him that, look, I'm, I'm trying to win. And when he said that, he was like, listen, I'm out the mix. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm out of the family. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not out of anything. Like, you can't walk away from this. You can't walk away from the business. And he was like, are you threatening me? And she was like, no, I'm not threatening you. I would never threaten you. But the reality of it is you want to be clean now, but you've been dirty all this time. You You can't undo what you've done. You've murdered people. You sold drugs. You spent dirty money. So I mean, no matter how much you have a desire to want to be clean and legit, ain't nothing you gonna do ever gonna be clean and legit right, because of right. what you've done. You know. Mm-hmm. 
So, I, and what she said made a lot of sense. I mean, it's basically like what they were trying to tell Ghost. Like, no matter how, it's just like they were trying to tell Ghost. You put these suits on, uh, you think that you are a changed man and you're a different man because you put these suits on, but at the end of the day, you're still dirty. You're still a murderer. You're still a drug dealer. And she was like, at the end of the day, I, I, I truly do believe her. Everyone seems to think differently. I don't think that she's just doing this just for her. She's doing this for her family. You know, I really do believe that she is trying to take care of her family. And she told him, listen, y'all want to reap the benefits and spend up the money, but y'all don't want to take none of the risks that come with that. Yeah. And so and, going and this back was a big risk. We're talking about with Lulu and how he reacted when he found out that it was Kane that had hit Detective Howard. Um, I think everyone is wondering why Rock sent Kane in the do. But no one understands ulterior motive for sending Kanan to do it. And I think getting that information, you know, next season, if that comes to light, you know, like, uh, you know, when people realize that Detective Howard is his father, then it's going, oh, you know, that's why do it. I think right now, no one understands why Rock sent. And why not? Right. Do that? And why not? Right. 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 And I yeah. agree with you on that. And also, the other thing, I think part of her reaction to Lulu was remember last week or the week before last, she was telling Symphony, I'm getting out. I'm just trying to get us to a point where I can turn it over to Lulu. So Lulu's saying he wants to get out is fucking her plan up because she wants to leave. Remember, she said that to Symphony. Like, mm. I'm getting out. I'm not getting out right now, but and I'm just trying to get us to a point. Where I can turn all this shit over to Lulu and I can just collect checks. Yeah, and, and let's be, can't leave it to Martin. So you no, know, <laughs> ever, never, that's yeah. never happening. <laughs> and never. another thing is, and it, and it may come to a point where she decides to retire. I mean, it, it, and that's also a scenario that we haven't um, uh, really visited as well. We think that I, I she think may end up going to jail. Retirement. Uh, it and it could be that it it, it very well could be a force or a time. Yeah. Maybe uh she has to end up turning the business over to Canaan instead of Lulu, uh because if Lulu doesn't want it and she wants out and you know if she wants to progress with her relationship with Symphony and she feels like you know this is going to prevent her from doing it, she may have no other choice but to hand the business over to Canaan. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic unfolds as yeah. Uh, later seasons come along, but another thing that they're unaware of too, so T, I agree with what you're saying about uh, the family may change uh, their mind about uh, their reaction to what's happened right now mm -hmm. because they don't know all the, the fine print, but they also don't know all the threats that he's made against them too, so I feel like on the strength of the threats alone, they would have been uh, understanding of why she wanted to get rid of them, but she hasn't even told them about the threats about right. uh, the blue caps and all that so which all that yeah. is Kane's fault but you know it's just another mess that she's trying to clean up and sometimes you know the things that we do to try to clean up a mess make it worse and in her case she's made things worse now trying to clean up a mess that Kane started you know if Kane hadn't got in the middle of all this if him and Scrappy would have never got into that fight if he didn't go over there and try to jump on Scrappy that day he would never got picked up with Detective Howard Detective Howard would never figure out the whole birthday thing. I mean, so ultimately, all 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 dominoes fell, right? And isn't yes. it funny how one small event 
cascade of dominoes mm-hmm. that affects the rest life and that's yep. real life too you know yep. yeah that's yeah that's absolutely real life one one, one left turn. turn yeah yep. one left mm-hmm. turn can, can fuck the whole thing up you ain't right. yep. Yep. and so we see uh the the police now they don't make their way to the seventh floor and we we kind of talked about it already but man they tore them folks house down and the people they see did. this shaking their head like yo what's up and um I mean, and, and didn't even try to put people's house back together or nothing. And so after they leave, they send the page upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they sent the page upstairs, they started loading their, uh, their work up in the oven. Yeah, it, was, it worked yeah. perfectly. It worked perfect. <laughs> it it worked perfectly. worked exactly the way she said she wanted it to work. Exactly the plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that went right. <laughs> the, the only thing I feel like that went right. And then so, you know, she went put her house coat on. And um, you know, she tried to put on that I'm a mother feeding my boys for the night. What's up? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, this this looks more suspicious than what was below them. <laughs> All right. This looks way more suspicious than the family that was below them, which I told them people house apart. But right here, you got three males, one of them look fucked up in here, and a woman in here. Uh yeah, let's search this house too, because some don't feel right about this. But, but I think right. they would but I think they were tired because when, when they, they were they, up, they weren't like, finding anything. They weren't right, finding you saw the, anything. Right. You saw the cop was like, How many more floors? And they were like, We gotta keep frustrated. going. And he, like he was tired. Like he was like, All right, but, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I think he was just like I think they just happened to catch him I when he was running out was. of steam. <laughs> like he I'm not ready to go right he, now. Because even when you go. saw Lulu, like that should have that should have been something too. Like he was like, What happened to him? Car accident. Like for real? Yep. <laughs> like he for real? Yep. He was like, I ain't even had the energy for this shit. But the oven, I'm assuming that the oven doesn't work at all, right? No, the I, oven I'm had a hole it. in it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Why yeah. it was beautiful that she acted like she was pulling something out of the oven. So that so would they be the last thing. They because they would assume that it was hot. Got it. Got and why it. would they, and, and there's no reason to look in the oven. You know what I mean? She just was playing. She was dotting her eyes and crossing her teeth. You know, so they were like, went, oh, okay, she that's had just had enough. To go get that food. She had not got that. Okay, got it, got it. That's what that food yeah. was for. To paint that scenario that she had just got finished cooking. Got it. And that's why she said the cornbread is fresh out the oven. Right. Got it. Yep. To throw got them it. off. Yeah. To be like, oh, yeah. You know, she even she even asked if they wanted a plate. She yep. even invited them to eat. <laughs> yeah, she did that. She did that. Yeah, that was so, that was perfect. Like that whole scene went down. Like that scenario went perfectly flawless. And so we see uh, Burke and uh, old boy roll up on Julia. And poor Julia, she just trying to uh, close up her shop for the night. She don't want to be mixed up in all this mess. But out of loyalty for what Rock don't done for her, she got to play her part. She got to play her position. But you can see she looks scared. She looked, uh, and I thought she was going to give up, uh, give it up for a moment there because she was looking all scared in the face. And, you know, they were like peeping that she was scared. And they were like, you know something, don't you? And she was like, well, yeah, I saw unless uh, that scared routine was a part of her act. I'm about to say, I think that was the act. I think she I Do think she really? was playing her position. Cause she act to me, she looked genuinely like she was scared. I don't no, think she I... got scared until the cop was looking no, at that no. door. Yeah. Nervous about the door. But I think she was playing along. I think she played it to the T. I think yeah, she, she was playing her position. 
Okay, so that was all part of her act. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah, I think the door, I think the door did kind of make her nervous because right, she didn't really have an answer for what was behind it. Or and that's when she looked at the camera, right? Yeah, right. At the camera and, and she was diverted like, their attention. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, is that camera work?" And then that because the, uh, uh, Bert said, even said something to her, she was like, "We'll be back to right. uh, get your statement." But uh, make sure ain't nobody running no numbers or nothing back there in the back. Back, right. back out of that right. back room, right. And that's what I was saying earlier about about Burke being, building those relationships. Because she could have easily have been like, she could have carried that another another way. But she was like, listen, we ain't even here for that. Like, we got to, you know, we got a dead, we got a shot cop. I don't care if you're running the numbers game out the back. But just make sure it ain't nothing here when we come back. Clean it up. So, like, again, like I was saying, like, she knows how to build relationships. Like, she's still doing yeah. the same shit. Like, you know, like, listen, like, like what um, Howard was telling her, like, you know, we're not the not we're not narcotics, we murder. So, like, I don't care about who's selling drugs. I care about the body, you know. And so it's like it was the same thing. But she she played that perfectly because she couldn't act like she was too eager because nobody in those neighborhoods talked to the police. They're not going to you know, she's not going to be eager to tell the police nothing. She's not going to be eager to turn anything over, so she, she, even said that. she even said that that she couldn't talk to the police. Exactly. So, yeah, so she her, played a position well. Right. She did. So her pretending yeah. like her pretending like she didn't really want to talk to the police, and her not really having nothing to say. Like I just felt like that was the whole act. Because remember, we saw how she it acted is. when the police showed up and about her husband. She looked real destroyed. Like we know she knows how yeah. to act. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Because if you see how she acts with Rock, how confident she is now. Deal is, and she's just playing her role. She she's yeah. just acting, and it's great. Yeah. yeah, she's just playing her part. Yeah, but I think she's position. gonna play a bigger part um in seasons to come. I think that uh she's really gonna uh come through for Rock because uh, nobody besides uh nobody really knows. I mean, about this whole bodega, you know. So just like the apartments, it's just another ace that Rock has uh, to use her advantage. You know, she can move her stash house to the bodega. It's safe there. Uh, she can move her work in between apartments. So she's really she's really got a good thing going for herself right now. But, you know, at this point, you know, she's got to get out of all this other danger that she's in right now. Because if she didn't have all this danger that she was faced with right now, I mean, her shit would be going off without a hitch right now. Because she's got a lot of things in motion that's working to her advantage. And so... Uh, we see her, she's still concerned about not being able to get Marvin on the phone, so she has no choice. I think Juliana calls calls her while they were uh, at the apartment right. and told her, you know, look, Marvin ain't came and got uh, Kanan yet. The police are here, blah, 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 blah. And she ends up calling And separately. they coming back. Right. Yep, they coming back. So what do you want me to do? And so we see that she calls Symphony, and I have to give it to Symphony. He came through for her again because if he it always me, I wouldn't even answer the fucking phone. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I'm too I'll busy. I'm too busy. I, listen, I'm too busy fucking college <laughs> hoes right now. I ain't got time for you right All now. Right. Right. Because that's like what that. she told him, right? I'm petty. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Petty petty too. <laughs> oh, you know what? I am in between two petty niggas. I yeah. am. Mm, I would have mm, been. Mm, oh, I, I would have had a special voice bell for her when she called. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm unavailable right now. I am too busy fucking college hoes right now. Leave a message. When I get finished fucking my college hoes, I may call you back. Or maybe. Wow. Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> 
terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, we get to uh, Unique. He's at his place. He's trying to scramble to throw some clothes in a bag or whatever. Like I'm saying, you got money. And you got a lot of money. Like, I wouldn't even been worried about no goddamn clothes. Clothes. Yeah, damn clothes. I would have been getting the hell up out of town. And so he opens the closet, he sees the jacket, and he instantly knows what's up. And yeah. then the fool is holding the jacket when they bust the door down. So, I mean, well, I think it was only a matter of like seconds. Like, I don't think he had that much time. <laughs> but he, he was processing it though. When he when he was looking at his baby mama, and she was like, What? What? It, it, it was he all coming it all together. together. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. all coming together for him right then. Like, this bitch really don't got me. This tricky ass bitch, she got me. Well, she did. Oh, yeah, she had him now. Yep. Uh, kind of takes me back to uh, Tasha and Ghost moment where they didn't kill their their uh, threat. They just sent him to jail. So I feel like by yep. them not eliminating Unique, uh, by killing him, they're leaving themselves open for his revenge. Because, you know, for sure. he's, he's eventually going to get up out of this some kind of way. He's going to get yeah. up out of it. Because what happened, right? He's not dumb. He what happened. So he's going to be hell-bent on revenge. Well, it's like uh, uh, CP say he blamed Rock for everything wrong anyway. So anything that's right. happened, all right. that's happened, everything that's happened, it's got her stink on it. So it's, yeah. it got Rock stink all over it. So <laughs> he he's he's already uh, he's already going pl- plot his revenge already. But I think we are setting the tone that we're going to see uh, Warrell um, next season step up. Um, and get some, and this could hurt his organization. This could actually shut his organization down because Azuma Dean may not want to do business with him anymore now. Oh, right. if, if Zuma had if Zuma had cut Rock off because she got a couple of corners rolled up on, uh, copy yeah, shot, come on, now. definitely, he definitely. So they, yeah, for they got, they away. done for the end. I forgot about that part of it. Yep, they yeah. done for. It. He ain't getting no more work. The Angelo Barksdale ain't having. Yeah. No. <laughs> he is not. Did you say the Angela He definitely is not here for none of that. Yeah. Azuma D uh, ain't going to be no more meetings at the bingo hall, buddy. Azuma yeah. D get out of town right now. Yeah, he out. He's going to find person, another team to do that. You know what I'm saying? Another, another organization. That, that could be a problem for Rock next season. That, that could be a problem for Rock next season, because he ain't got no distro now, because he already cut Rock off, and she ain't right, gonna go back right. to him getting no work, because she gonna get it from Joaquin, and mm-hmm. now Unique rolled up, so, you know, that'll shut his New York business down, right there, so, so, that may be a bit of a problem for her next season, uh, Dean may be a threat. Um, So, we see Marvin at the police station, when he find out there's Tony Deep, that don't um dime them out. He he like you said, Crystal, he wouldn't bother. He laughed about the shit. Yeah. About how she would fuck for an eight ball and everything. So. Right. <laughs> right. Like he was so unbothered when he found out it was her. Now, he really I'm was. not saying yeah, I mean that may not be a good thing because it is Marvin, but he was so unbothered. <laughs> so unbothered. Which makes me think that Marvin might have an ace up his sleeve as far as she's concerned. I don't yeah. know. He probably don't lay the trap for her. On tape or something. I don't yeah, know. he probably yeah. don't lay the trap for her. He probably don't set a trap for her, or whatever case may be. Because when she tried to set the trap from him for him in the club that day, Lynch didn't blink. He seemed to know what was, you know, kind of like, nah, I ain't talking to you about that. Right, right, 
Right. And, uh, and Rock, and we don't know, Rock may or may not have passed on the message to um off camera, Martin. yeah. Yeah, we may not yeah. have seen that conversation, but remember, you know, he did because want her. Symphony, yeah, Simp seen it. And he, and yeah. he told Rock his his last uh words to you know. Don't tell, trust him. Don't trust her. Right. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we see Jessica and Lulu they back outside. She she don't pull up to pick him up. And you know, she trying to put another battery in his back and charge a charge the battery in his back. And she's like, Well, you got the studio and you got the uh this, you got that, just walk away from me. She's gonna end up dead or in jail. And he was like, Just shut the fuck up and drive. Because at that point he realized that what she was saying was true. That you know, it ain't gonna be that easy for him to get out. But I think ultimately he is uh hedging his bets right now. And you know, I may have to stay in it, but ultimately I'm one foot out the door. So, you know, right now I can't make a move, but eventually, you know, I'm going to try even harder to separate myself from the family. So we're going to see Lulu probably pull back a lot from Rock, which uh, may even be a good opportunity for uh, Scrappy to get pulled up in next season. You know, he may take a bigger role in the organization because if she lose, if Lulu loses interest and he's just kind of, you know, lingering around, he's not going to be too eager to do work anymore unless she starts utilizing Kanan now going forward to do this work but it's going to be interesting to see how he progresses and then as we see in every power series we have that moment where the king of the hill is standing on the hill and she's on the rooftop and she's looking down at the uh, police and you know she's having her triumphant moment and we Mm -hmm. always see that every time they think that they're having that triumphant moment that, you know, there's another problem looming for them. So she may have uh, gotten rid of this problem, but she don't even know she's in a worse situation. She was before this night began because detective Howard is still alive. You know, she's got a whole bunch of other problems now that's going to come with a cop being shot. Marvin and got Marvin's in jail. Marvin's in jail. And and one foot out the door. Foot out and and uh, detective that rock sent him for her, yeah. you know, sent yeah, Kane for her too. Because he even said it, he said it to Kane right before Kane shot him that rock is using you for my power. Yeah. So yep. you got Kane and got that on his mind, plus the conversation yep. he had with Jukebox. So you know, there's gonna be problems between them, there's gonna be a little dissension between um, rock and Kane going forward because he's going to truly feel like his mom was using him because in the narration he says at the end that you can't trust nobody not even your own mom not even your mama yep and they mm-hmm. they show her with that sinister look on her face or whatever the case may be so you know ultimately the whole series itself uh was a, a real good series uh, i really enjoyed this version um not bad at first, when it first came out, when we first learned about the spinoffs, I really didn't know what direction it was going to go. I really liked the direction they went with this series. Too. I was because I, I thought it was going to be just another version of Power with Ghost. And I'm glad they didn't leave with that first. I'm really glad they didn't leave with that. Knowing Kane's backstory, his family really speaks to what he becomes um, later on when we uh, met him. So I, I thought this was very well done. It was it kind was, of heartbreaking to see uh, Kanan and Jukebox say goodbye. Uh, it was almost right. like it was the last time they were going to see each other. So I'm wondering what um, season two is going to be like. Is it going to be fast forward a couple years from later? Or what, you, what do y'all think they're going to pick up at with season two? I think that 
pick up right where they left off because we have to see what happens with Detective Howard, first and foremost. Okay. What he tells his colleagues as to what happened to him, right? Determines everything. Now, okay, so how long do you think Kanan's going to be gone? That's what I I would say a summer, something like that. And like, so Kanan was going, he was on his way to Maryland. Is that correct? Yeah, Maryland. Yep. Yeah, that was, yeah, the sign said, Welcome to Maryland. Welcome to Maryland. So that begs the, the question who's in Maryland? Right. So that's something else we have to look forward to. What's like, who's in Maryland, right? Right. And then, I, I said that in, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, and then we, we may get introduced to another family by, member. Right. It, Member, and I don't know why I think this. Why I think that he's going to the jukebox's mother. I don't know why I think this, but that's just something that. Maybe that's what jukebox mother is. And maybe Rock sent him to whatever reason. So no, she's in New York. She's in okay. uh, Harlem. Harlem. I okay. think her character that uh, broke breakdown when they uh first uh released introduced her. Press. Yeah, when they first released okay. the press about it, they gave like a, a breakdown of her character, a backstory on her character. Okay. Uh, she's in Harlem. But um, it could be, uh, but we do get another character. The dude from Queen Sugar is supposed to be uh, a new character for next season too. So he may be the one that's in Maryland. So he may be a, a family member, a friend of the family, somebody rock know or something. To that what do you do from Queen Sugar? Oh God, what's Hollywood? his name, Crystal? Yeah, that play Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. he's supposed to be in um, next season. He's supposed to be playing someone that's a part of the drug game and the music industry as well. So I think that's going to be a tie-in for Lulu, and mm-hmm. um, I guess somebody that Rock is going to end up working, or somebody's going to end up working with the family, um, as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see where, uh, or she may even have a safe house in Maryland. Well, I think that was the question because I asked this question in my review was is is Symphony taking Kane into somebody he knows or is this rock was this the original plan that he was supposed to go to to Maryland? Like like you said is this is this a family member of theirs or somebody that Rock is connected it could to be. or is question. Symphony or is Symphony, you know, calling the audible because it was a last minute situation, you know, so this may be some more character development for Symphony. Yeah, maybe, and and, and that could be the. Case. It's wherever Rock was going to take him originally. Okay. She asked well, Symphony to take him to the grandma's house. No, no, I don't think he was going to the grandma's. House. Not, not who said that. Well, we need to get him out of town. No, no, no. He said that when he was in the car with Scrappy, he said, I'm supposed to be with my grandmother now. Right, right. Because but Marvin was plan B because But Marvin was already picking but Marvin was always the plan was always for Marvin to pick him up. But Marvin was supposed to pick him up from the grandmother from the church. Scrappy couldn't get to the church because they started blocking off the street. Right. And and that's where Rock called the audible, let's get you out of town. Clearly. We're gonna get out of town. And he was like, why Why am I, um, you know, like he's dead. And he was like, I need to know that first. Uh, no. Unless you he's just having him put up in a hotel somewhere. I mean, I guess that's the whole purpose of sending him with some money. 
or whatever. Maybe Symphony's going to get him a room somewhere and put him up in a hotel for a couple of days or whatever. That wow. could be the case, too. Yep. So, or, so many things to unpack for next season. And I think... So yeah. many so many cliffhangers that we got left with. And yep. the biggest cliffhanger is when we see Jukebox get to uh, Kanan's house, you know, she finally gets somewhere for shelter. So, Crystal, you were right. She's going to live over there for a little while. Um, We finally see her read the note from Nicole. And, you know, to me, that was closure. To me, right. that was closure because she's been dragging around for three episodes now. Mm -hmm. She finally reads it. But what do you think the note said? Probably nothing important. I love you. You best thing that ever happened to me. Like I don't think it's nothing deep. I mean, I think it's you know. But her tears but, of her tears of laughter and um, joy to me that 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 was just closure. I don't think we're going to see her mourn anymore for Nicole. I don't see that we're going. I don't think we're going to see her grieve anymore. I think her reading that yeah. note that was the end of that story arc. You know, she finally read it because I was I kept asking, well, when the hell is she going to read the damn letter? And so she finally read it, and mm -hmm. I think that was her closure. And it goes off. So, like I said, ultimately, I was very uh, pleased with the season. Uh, like I said, I wasn't really too pleased with this particular episode. I wanted it to be a little bit more action. But I guess that's why they gave it to us in um, 7, 8, and 9. Um, they gave us all the action in 7, 8, and 9 because they had yep. to uh, give us this filler episode to kind of close Fire up some things, things leave mm -hmm. us a, a few cliffhangers and kind of set the story arc for where we're going to start off in next season and you're right T we're probably going to start off right where we left off at because power yeah. is good for that that's one of the things that me and Crystal was always frustrated with with uh, power especially in season 6 they never yeah. let time pass and I was hoping no. that with this writing uh, this particular writing team they, they seem to pass time quicker mm -hmm. than the and other yeah. The other power show, like time just sits <laughs> still. Yeah, right. What, what's going on? Like, how can a whole season happen in a day? Like, what? And all the events that happen in a season happen in a number of days. I'm like, well, damn, y'all had a fucked yeah. up week. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, the original power, the, the, the timeline for that series was six months. I think they said it was six months. That that whole series was six seasons. So each season was a different month. And I'm like, mm, oh, this should have been a couple of years. Because I mean, right. we, we and, it was six and, years for us to watch it. And, and the series like, was written in six months. And and, and was that because you got people like Tariq, who was a they had four or five birthdays on party. the show. And yeah, six they had months, four or five birthdays had, on the show. Right, right. And they're six <laughs> and deep voice go college like he was like eighth grade when we first saw him. So yeah, and the crazy and, and, part about this: look how many characters we lost in that shorter time frame. I mean, right. we lost so many characters from season one all the way down to season six. Like, damn, was somebody dying every day? <laughs> you know, we right. lost a lot of characters and got introduced to a lot of new ones too. So. Um, I'm hoping that if we do start off where we left off with that they'll accelerate time there shortly thereafter. Um, you know, we'll get a fast forward to a year later at least uh, or something like that. A later, like right. you know what I mean? At least a season later, like 
And like, same you know, thing with these characters too. Like, Not so much with the adult characters, but with uh, Jukebox and Kanan. You know, they're going to age during the time that you know the show is in production yeah. for the new season. So, at the least, we could think of it being a year. Um, all right, so, well, all right. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree. I, 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 I think we're going to do either two things. I think either it's going to pick up right where we left off. Or it will fast forward. It will get or some flashback flash to where we left off. Because I can, I'm, I agree. I could, I could see this being like a month later or two months later, and they're bringing Kanan back, and then we're getting flashbacks as to what happened. And Detective Howard but, has been recovering. I mean, because you got to think about it. If, uh, the type of surgery he had in um, a lung and a kidney and a spleen, you know, he's going to be in the hospital for quite some time recovering. So I could see two months later. And he's in recovery, and Kanan's coming back, and whatever. And Rock finds out in this time frame that he's alive, and now she's trying to figure out how to uh, clean up this mess. I, I just, I, I'm just hoping that we don't spend the whole season two where we are right now. I, I want some. No, time I don't think we'll do that. Yeah. I mean, but I, but I mean, you know, we know power is good for that, so I agree with y'all about that. But. I think maybe we may Especially make with the new characters and stuff coming in. I want this to be some time that have passed. At least uh, a couple of months. You know. We'll see. Um, so T, we'll see. when do you Yo. think when you think when do you think we're gonna probably get a new season? Because we know we have book two starting next month. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think I... is it Tommy's is Tommy next? I think Tommy Tommy's is next. next. Tommy's yeah. next. That now. Um, I would. Well, imagine... This is my question: Is BMF has to fit into this time slot now going forward? So, uh, to me, I feel like we're not. We're, I don't understand why we would get another power while BMF is still on. Like because it's me, too different. It's two totally different. It, I mean, it's the same show, but it's different shows. Like it's not the same. I, I understand that it's not the same, but it's in the same time slot, and it's for the same audience. So, uh, to me, it clashes with Smart, the, the they'll, power they'll universe. They'll do like a 9 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. They'll just put the shows Yeah, because BMS came once a night. It's, it comes on at 10 o'clock, right? I yeah. understand. No, I understand yeah, what that, you're saying. No, yeah, I understand what I you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying like, I think that I think that the per, I think their vision of this power universe is that it's constant. Like, there is no break. Right. I think that's their ultimate plan is that there is no break in the so And that's like, why they have all these books. Right. So like yeah. you're missing like Kanan, then boom, here comes book two again. Then book two leaves. Boom, here comes Tommy. You know, book three, Tommy. And then uh I mean book four, Tommy. And then once Tommy gets that, boom, here comes Kanan. And then after Kanan, boom, here comes Tate. Like, you know. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying because after watching, and not, I mean, not to go off on a whole nother tangent, but after watching BMF last night, I understand what you're saying because it is, it's, it's the genre is just way too close. Um, yeah. but, but I just don't think that they're, I don't, I don't think that they're looking at it from that perspective per se. I don't think. I guess for continuity purposes is uh, we're watching a series that's set in the past and now we're fast forward back to the present. Mm -hmm. Tommy's uh, uh, show is going to be loosely uh, uh, similar to present day. 
mm-hmm. it was going to be present day. I don't know uh, how else they would do it uh, other than present day. Rashad Tate's going to be the present day. It's, it's going to be so 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 different for the continuity to follow uh, what's happening in the show, and they're and they're all on different seasons. You know, you got this one on season two, this one starting on season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only the only show that's not at risk of crossing over characters is Raising Canaan. So Raising Canaan is kind of like on an island by itself because you can't cross over any of those characters. Mm-hmm. But all these other shows, uh, we saw that with book two. We saw Tommy in that show. So I guess for the keeping the continuity uh, for people who are watching all of these shows and them crossing characters over, it's just going to be very interesting to see how they roll them out uh, back to back to back like that. Or if... Yep. Um, if they're all going to run concurrent to each other, or if they're all going to yeah. be on um, at the same time at, at any point in time. I guess I what I'm know. saying is this is the only one I want to kind of stay by itself, out there by itself, because it yeah. doesn't follow the timeline that yeah. we were introduced to power. Yeah, yeah it, you know? feel free to do its own thing. I, I, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying, and I, I'm sure they'll, they'll be true to that, you know. But I Crystal was saying, I still think they want, you know, a continuous, like, you know, if they had their drivers, like, of before COVID hit, I think that probably was their plan to just roll them out back to back, you know. So, because right. I really feel was. like Tommy, all right, I really feel like last season of book two, the way they did those last couple of episodes, I really feel like that was supposed to be the introduction into Tommy's um, world. Right. But because of COVID and stuff, I think it just didn't fall the way they wanted it because of filming. But the way they, those last couple of episodes where they brought Tommy back and then you saw Tommy fake his death, like, I feel like that's supposed to be, okay, us going into what happens next with Tommy. Or at the very least, that needs to be how Tommy's show starts off with him faking his death in book two and him Mm -hmm. um, uh, being a lamb. Yeah, mm-hmm. on his way to Chicago or California or whatever the case may it's be. It's Chicago. It's Chicago. And everyone, yeah, everyone thinks that he's dead. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's the that's the way I want to see it because for there, I, I I'm following the continuity. If I'm a person who's watching all of the uh, the series, and I know that in book two he faked his death, I'm going to want to see that in his series. You know, I'm I'm going to mm-hmm. I want to see the answer to that in his um, series. You know. And then go into his story from there. And then, um, and I don't know how they'll tie Tommy's. I don't know what's going to springboard Rashad Tate's um, story. I don't know how they can springboard that because it seems like to me with book two, they use that to springboard Tommy's story. Okay, so now we have something, a touch point that says, oh, okay, Tommy faked his death in book two. So in um, book four, we're going to see Tommy uh, getting out of that, wiggling out of getting caught up in New York and back in Chicago now or whatever. But I wonder how they're going to springboard um, Rashad Tate unless they pick up from the events that uh, ended in season six of Power for uh, Rashad Tate. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I, that, that, I would love to and then keep in mind, I don't know how. Um, uh, well, I guess she's on. She's executive producer for all these shows or whatever the case may be. But then she's got to start working on her Netflix deal. 
So, you know, she's been awarded this uh, big contract with Netflix, so she's got to start working on those series, too. And I'm wondering if they're going to be not necessarily power-related series, but I'm wondering if they're going to be similar-type shows where they're going to be uh, dramas, uh, you know, that are centered around the drug world. So I'm wondering what type of shows we're going to get from her out of Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a whole different viewing experience for us over at Netflix because you know you can yeah. dance a whole I, series I think she's over at Netflix. Out and do something totally different over at Netflix. I kind of want her to oh, too. I don't want her to kind of do the same thing she's doing over here at Star. Yeah, I think she's going to do something real, di- very different. Netflix, but still entertaining, you know. But nothing wrapped around or something. It may be like a, you know. I don't know, but we'll see. That's why I got a lot of creatives. Yep. Well, I guess meet us back here uh, this week, guys. Uh, I guess we'll get an episode out for BMF. Um, hopefully by Wednesday, we'll we should have it out. Got to check on everybody you. and get everybody's uh, <laughs> schedule together. That's gonna and be on you. <laughs> not just me, but um. We got to get everybody's schedule coordinated and um, try to uh, get back here and get BMF out. And um, I guess we'll uh, see you guys back for season two of Raising Canaan, Power Book. Sounds Power. good, bro. All right. so if y'all well, ever need you. me, I'm available. Well, thanks for coming through, T. Oh, yeah, we enjoyed it. So you might need to come hang out with us a little bit more often. Let me know. All right. All right. Well, as always, you know where to find us at, guys. And um, we'll see you guys back for season two. Um, In the meantime, um, stop by and check us out at BMF. All right. Peace. Peace, guys. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.